Hi, hello, good morning, and welcome to this week's serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies, and merchandise. My name is Sinead. My name is Kate. Hi, it's Christmas. No, <laughs> not on this episode. <laughs> we're talking about Halloween. Yes, we are. We're talking about Halloween. We're back again. Oh, again, we're back <laughs> after another break. An unintentional break. The episode with Nathan and Kiva will be coming. It's just taken a while to edit, so we had another little little mini break, which is fine because we're just back from DLP. We're back from where? DLP. <laughs> we're back from wiki wiki wah. <laughs> so we were over for Halloween. Yes, we were. Yeah, it was good. It was a good time. I feel like despite the crowds, we still got a good bit done. Yeah, it was very busy. Yeah, but we'll talk about that on the trip report which will be the next episode here but this is another little mini waffle guys i hope you're loving them because they're just not gonna stop (laughs) whenever things are necessary we'll still do them (laughs) so we're gonna cover off the halloween soiree that we went to on halloween and you know what i literally just went what date was it (laughs) oh jesus so yeah we'll let you know what we thought the things we did whether we think it's good value, whether we'd recommend it, all that good stuff. Yes, indeed. Um, I suppose we should probably just start with like the elephant in the room. Yes. And just get him out of the way. Because he is his own subset of commentary. So, the panic that I had about whether we would actually get to meet Oogie or not was well justified first of all um but also it worked out well because we did get to meet Oogie we did in in my head a quick enough time but when you add it all together it's like five and a half hours yeah (laughs) yeah but I just feel like the first four hours didn't count because we were all so panicked and stressed that it really only felt like 20 minutes (laughs) I totally agree so to kind of backtrack a little bit so we, there were, this year there were two Halloween parties. There was one on the 26th, which was a Saturday. And there was the one that we went to, which was on Halloween, which was a Thursday. So I was glued to whatever people were saying online about Oogie Boogie at the party on the 26th. And what I'd seen from people that I follow on Twitter was that people had started queuing from, I think, about half four. Uh-huh. And the queue closed just before eight o'clock. Right, okay. And then, because obviously they kind of felt, okay, it's getting too long. There won't be enough time for Oogie to meet all these people if people keep joining. But then what I, what we heard from other people, including the lovely Kira, who was very helpful in keeping me sane with regards to Oogie Boogie. So thank you very much, Kira. Um, she went up at like 11 and was like, yo, can we join the queue? And they were like, oh yeah. And it only took her like half an hour. If yeah. You so I think they closed early but he was actually getting through people quite quickly. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing that I saw online was, yes, the queue for Oogie Boogie was massive, but it was really well managed. Mm-hmm. Everyone felt safe. There was no pushing. There was no skipping. People were just able to join the queue if they were mentally prepared to queue for that long. And everyone was happy and everyone was fine. So what did DLP do with that that level of feedback that everyone had given them, that it was the most well-organized rare meet and greet character what what did they go and do with that gate they took it up they ripped it up and they put it in a bin honestly <laughs> like i've never seen it's like when you get like a test score and it's like 95 percent, and instead of going woo you like literally rip it up and throw it out a window like i just 
Because we assumed that, oh, this is what they've done for this party. And everyone's given them really great feedback about it online. Yeah. It'll just be the same. Yeah. We were like, well, if it's gone so well the first time, why would they change it? Because it clearly went well. Exactly. So what we did was we had our day in the park, which we'll cover off when we do our trip report. We went back to the hotel. We had a chill. I painted everyone's face. We went and got pizza. And then we went back into the park. And we were back in the park probably by about half four. I think it was more like five. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, we were back very early. Oh, yeah. We eat. Then the difference between half one and five. Um, <laughs> we, yeah, we were right. We were back between like half four and five ish. Yeah. And yeah. We went straight to Frontierland. Yes, we did. Yeah. Which was quite busy. Frontierland had been very busy all day because I think a lot of people, much like we did, wanted to go on Phantom Manor on Halloween. So Phantom Manor had a constant, really long wait yeah, the whole day. It did, yeah. So the area was pretty busy. And when we arrived, there was already four. See, the fact was that when we arrived, which was five o'clock, let's say, and the party didn't start till eight, mm-hmm. and they already had five guest flow cast members yep. standing outside of Phantom Manor mm-hmm. and where Oyibuyu was going to meet. In my head, I'm like, you clearly knew that there was going to be anticipation for it because you sent all these guest flow cast members out yeah. to tell people to, to basically go away. Yeah. And I'm like, why? I don't understand because it just made people angry and upset. Like, from the get-go, it didn't make any sense. No, and it was it was frustrating because when we got up to the cast members, because to me, and our only kind of other reference point for this was the Phantom Manor event that we went to. And during the daytime at that, we there were cast members outside basically just answering questions. And you were able to go up, ask the questions. Now, granted, they didn't give us the right information then either. But still... That's what those cast members are there for, yeah. to give you information. Because mm-hmm. funnily enough, they have a big thing on the back that has a big eye symbol for information. So we went up and I went over to this particular cast member and I said to him, I was like, I'm going to ask you the question that everyone is going to ask you all night. Is there a queue for Oogie Boogie already? Because I knew that at the last party, people were queuing by this stage. Yeah. If so, where is it? And if it's not started yet, do you know, can you tell me where it will be? And he wouldn't make eye contact with me just looked straight ahead and was like there is no queuing for oogie boogie you are not allowed queue for oogie boogie come back later at half nine and we were like huh i'd just like to jump in and say he called him the boogie oogie man yes he did (laughs) he did and i was like oh you don't i hate it when they don't even know like the real names of the people they're supposed to be like there for i'm like oh you literally don't care yeah so that was frustrating. You went into the loos and me and <laughs> so Ellen... like, regardless of the situation, I'm too nervous. I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So me and Ellen went into the entrance area of Phantom Manor and there was a sign up. Now, we had gone up to Boot Hill earlier in the day and saw the sign for Jack, which they just left out all day. Yeah, and just turned it around. <laughs> and I was like, ah, meet Jack. <laughs> So the Oogie sign was now out and again, it was turned round. So I was kind of trying to gauge where I thought the queue might be once they turned that sign round and stuff like that. And then they had the additional outside queuing area for Phantom Manor set up. So I was like, I wonder if this is where the queue is going to be, whatever. So me and Ellen were standing at the entrance for Phantom Manor waiting for Kate. You came back out and then this cast member immediately came over and started shouting at us. Yeah, I literally just come back from the bathroom and he was like, you can't queue here. You can't wait to meet the character. And I was like, 
I just came back from the bathroom. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, he was shouting at us that we weren't, like, there was no queuing for Oogie Boogie earlier and we weren't allowed to be there and we weren't allowed to start our own queue, which we weren't. We weren't. That's the thing that gets me. Like, this is going to be a reoccurring theme between the next six cast members that we talk to. Spoiler. But every single one of them was like, you can't start your own queue. And every single one, I was like, I'm just standing here. I understand where you're coming from, from your job, but I'm not doing what you think I'm doing. And you're also not listening to me. You're just assuming that I'm an idiot who's not obeying your rules. Yeah. And it's making me upset. And when I tell, when you come up and tell me this isn't a queue and I say, I understand, I know it's not a queue. Believe me when I say the words. Yeah. So that was frustrating and he got really, really, he felt very aggressive and he kind of felt very aggressive towards us for the whole rest of the night. Yeah. Which, and like we dressed up as Lock, Shock and Barrel. We all had face paint on. I had a giant witch's hat on. Like it's not as like, clearly we were easy to spot out of a crowd. Yeah. But we were not trying to be in the way. We were not trying to make their jobs any dif- any we were, more difficult. We specifically were also not the only people dressed no. up who were around Phantom Manor just standing there. Exactly. So, And my main argument is like if it was in the middle of a day on a normal park day, you could stand in one spot for the entire day and not a single cast member would say a word to you. Yeah, which we'll get on to now because once he'd kind of shouted at us and basically told us to fuck off, we went over to the, over beside where the bathrooms and the smoking area are, beside Phantom Manor, there's like a little wall and there was a gap in the wall. So we sat down. Which people do all the time during the day. People literally sit there all the time. Dads will sit there for hours and yeah. be like, I hate my life. <laughs> so we sat down there. We were just having a chat, that kind of thing. We were checking online. Um, we were seeing if ED92 or whatever had posted about it if there was any information that we could find out online. And after a couple minutes, a different cast member came over and asked if we spoke English and then asked what we were waiting for. It Why was, were we there? It was literally, hi, English or French? And we were like, oh, we speak English. And he was like, can I just ask you what you're waiting for? Why are you here? Why are you here? And I was like, what? What kind of question is that? I was like, I'm in Disneyland and I'm sitting on a wall. What's your problem? And in fairness, like this cast member was very nice, but you could clearly tell he'd been told to come over because when we kind of looked back over, that original cast member that had shouted at us was staring at us. Yeah. And all we said was, we are literally just sitting down. We are not trying to start a queue or anything like that. We are literally just sitting down. Because in fairness, at that stage, we just didn't really know what to do. Yeah. And we just wanted to sit somewhere to like figure out what we were going to do. Yeah. We were like, we'll just sit here for like 10 minutes. And figure out if we're going to stay, if we're going to go, what we're going to do. And then, like, we had not sat down longer than, I don't know, maybe a minute. Yeah. And that cast member was over. And I was like, he only talked to us and the people directly beside us. Yeah. And he didn't speak to anybody else Well, that was already standing there. The reason he didn't speak to anybody else was because... So he spoke to us and we just said, we're literally just sitting here. And then he spoke to the women beside us who were very confused because I think their kids were on one ride. <laughs> and they their were literally were really elsewhere. just sitting there. <laughs> like they were they were just trying to find their whole the whole rest of their family. But while he was talking to those people, the original cast member that had shouted us at us came over shouting at everybody and basically told everybody that was sitting on that wall that they had to leave. But which makes no sense because Literally, it just doesn't make any sense. Like if you paid 
however much it is for a day ticket into DLP and all you wanted to do was sit on the wall beside Phantom Manor, Disney would quite happily take that money off you and leave you sit there. Yeah, but like people sit on that, people sit on that wall all day. And also this was also still really far away. So at this stage, right? So even from a health and safety perspective, from at this stage, Jack had finished meeting during regular hours. Yeah. Jack wasn't set to be back out through that cast member door until half eight. Yeah. And this was nowhere near that. There was no character that had to enter or exit through that cast member door yep. that was fair, very far down to the left, which that wall does loop around to at the very back. So even if there's people sitting on that wall and a cat and a cat and a character needed to get by, okay, fair, at least block off that bit of the wall because people could jump on the character or whatever. But there was no character due to come out of that door for another like three hours. Yeah. It didn't make any sense. They were just, and it, it did just very much feel like they were just purposely making things more difficult. So It felt a bit like power hungry, oh, almost. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, we we probably figured out that the guy who shouted at us was probably the manager in that situation. Because he would, like, brief a lot of people who came onto the, who came onto stage. He would brief a lot of people who came out to the park to start their shifts. And people would go up and ask him questions. And I just felt like he got a bit too... Like, oh, I've been told to manage this and this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And he didn't really think about, like, guests, guest, like, satisfaction. Not even in the slightest. And he was only obsessed with telling everyone to go away. Yeah. So what we ended up doing was we went back down through Frontierland and we got drinks. Um, we paid for drinks. We paid for drinks. We paid for drinks from Disneyland Paris. We gave them more <laughs> money. In the little cart thing that's opposite. Um, it's Cookout? Yeah. No, not Cowboy Cookout. No, the other one. Lucky Nugget. (laughs) Hoopty Doo Review. That's what I was going to call it. (laughs) And then there's that outside seating area that's kind of beside it, which, I mean, I don't think that outside seating area is for Lucky Nugget, so I can only assume that seating area is for that cart. Yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was there. We sat down. It started raining, so we... So we sat there for a while, because we could see everything that was still going on, but we were far enough away that nobody could come shouting at us again. Um, and I was chatting to the guys from Doom Buggies. I think it's Tori and Badger. We were chat- I was chatting to them on Instagram because they had gone up and I was trying trying to suss out what was going on with them. And they said that people were still being moved on. So I was like, right, we'll just sit here for now anyways. And then, I mean, it worked out pretty well. We had some comfy chairs. We were out of the rain. We were yeah. chilling. It was totally fine. Then me and Ellen went up to the loo and by this stage there were a lot of people and we had seen the same groups of people constantly looping just back looping. and forth. Just looping. Like, what? What? <laughs> so when we went up to the bathroom, there were, so there's those two merch carts which are up beside Phantom Manor and there was a group of, how many people do you think it was? Like six, six. or seven? Yeah. That had brought like little mini camping stools with them and yeah. were sitting on those outside the bathrooms. There was also the full wall was now full of people and probably about three people deep. Yeah, just standing there. Just standing there. Funnily enough, they were allowed to do it. So me and Alan went into the bathroom and then we came back down to you and we decided that we were going to move up closer. So we did. As we got up there, your man was shouting at people again. So we popped onto the, there was a bench free right beside the Molly Brown. So that became our bench. We sat on the bench. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> again far enough away that we couldn't get shouted at and also there is literally no other use for a bench other than to I sit. was so ready for him to give out to us for sitting on a bench oh yeah I would have been like sorry no what are you on about yeah 
it's not even like you could have been like, oh, this isn't a queue. Been like, sorry, we're sitting on a bench. It's not a queue, but it is a bench. Yeah, like I was so ready for it. So we also had picked out a couple people within the clump that was over beside the bathrooms. So there was a guy in a Winnie the Pooh onesie and there was a guy dressed as Oogie. So we were like, until those two get moved, we ain't going anywhere. Yeah. So this went on for another couple hours or whatever. And again, they just kept telling people there is no queue, there is no queue, there is no queue. By this stage, they but were also starting- wouldn't tell anyone when the queue was going to start. No. The, it was more so the lack of information. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why you wouldn't just tell people things. Because then people start to get angsty and upset. And there's just no need for it. Yeah. Like, you could have just told people, there is no queue, but the queue will start at this time. Please yeah. come back then. Yeah. Because at this stage, there were Phantom Manor cast members kind of at the front. And they were closing the gates to Phantom Manor periodically. So we assumed... Based off what we thought was going to be the queue, which it was, they we thought they were kind of moving stuff around so that they could open up the actual Oogie Boogie queue area. So I went up and I asked a Phantom Manor cast member what the story was with Oogie Boogie. And someone that's a lot more senior, I've seen him in DLP every time I've been there. He has like a Phantom Manor themed litter picker upper thing, but mm-hmm. he's never in costume. Right, okay. And he was just like, queue's not opening till half nine. And that was it. And he just totally cut the cast member off from speaking to me. Right. And I was like... Okay. Which didn't make any sense because Oogie was set to come out at half nine. Yeah. And I was like, never in a Disney life do you open the queue the time the character is supposed no. to come out. Whether it's a really special meet and greet like this or whether it's meeting Winnie the Pooh down the back of Fantasyland, people queue before the meet actually starts. Exactly. Funnily enough, Stitch meets for extra magic time and we were allowed queue there for however long we wanted before oh then. Oh my God, gas. What a good representation of how nobody shouted at us then. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, the Fun Pass cast member was just like, yeah, sure, good morning, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And we queued for like 25 minutes yeah. before we met Stitch. So eventually things started getting, people were getting shoved in different areas and all this kind of stuff. And then eventually we gave up the bench and we were just kind of standing. Because the park had closed at this stage, it was seven o'clock. So anyone who was meant to stay at the party started like, and wanted to meet Oogie Boogie, obviously started filing into Frontierland. Yeah. And it was our worry then that we were going to get just like lost and people who were in this non-official queue were going to be first into the official queue. Yeah. And we would have ended up being like two hours behind, which we didn't want. Considering by this stage, we were at least two, two and a half hours in. Yeah. Yeah. Which miraculously, it somehow didn't feel like it, but I think we were just so on edge, the time just flew. I think I was just so heightened. (laughs) Of everything that was happening, I was like, okay, that, like, my, like, understanding of people, like, gesturing things has never been so high. And you're a sign language interpreter. Yeah, so I was like, (laughs) of, like, just, like, pure gesture of, like, I wonder what they're saying when they mean, like, left to the right. I was like, "Mm, okay. But it did come in handy when I figured out what they were talking about. (laughs) So, eventually, when we gave up on the thing, they were moving different people. There was, again, we just kept picking out people in the queue or in what wasn't the queue, sorry, that we were like, okay, until this person gets moved. So there was some, there was a guy and a girl that were dressed as Melanie and Henry Ravenswood. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of following them because they were sticking very closely to the gates yeah. of Phantom Manor. So again, we were kind of like, whatever they're being told. And they got moved from the gates. Oh, I remember before that, we'd just gone over to stand with the people who weren't the official queue. And the second we stood there, a cast member came up to us and said, this isn't a queue. Yeah. And I said, oh no, I know, but these people have been standing here for like two hours. So can we not just stand with them? And she said, this isn't a queue. And I was like, 
no, I know, but you haven't said a single thing to this group of people yeah. who've been here for however long. And she just went, you can't stand here. And then we moved away and not a single thing was said to anybody else. Yeah, because again, we still had the guy that was dressed as Oogie Boogie and the guy that was dressed as Winnie the Pooh. So it did it did really start to feel like it was just us that were getting yeah, and I was like, thrown I out of the queues for whatever reason. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> I don't know. But eventually you went up and asked one of the Phantom Manor cast members. I asked so many cast members and got so many different replies. I literally said to this cast member face, I was like, okay... I've had three different cast members tell me three different things. I was like, I want to know who's lying and I want to know who's lying now because this is ridiculous. So I went up to a Phantom Manor cast member and I asked him, hi, I was wondering if you could just tell me what time the Oogie Boogie queue is opening. And he was like, the Oogie Oogie Boogie queue isn't starting here. It's over there. And that girl's going to open it. And I was like, okay, well, another cast member has told me that it goes through here and it's going to be opening at half nine. And he was like, no. He was like, but I don't know. You'll have to ask a cast, a, a guest flow cast member. He was like, ask that girl over in red. And I was like, okay, but now you've, I was like, I'm confused. And he was like, I don't know, go away. It was, he was basically like, good, don't talk to me. So then we went and joined the cluster of people, the cluster of people that wasn't an official queue. The thing was, I, I feel like we'd be more annoyed if it was like, I feel like people think we're annoyed because it's like, oh, we waited in this a queue and people told us it was a queue and then it was a queue and then we got moved. But it wasn't even like that. We fully yeah. knew what we were doing. Yeah. And we fully understood that nothing was really official. And I was like, it was just the lack of information that was frustrating. Yeah, it was just it was just cast members being deliberately vague. And it was getting to the stage where we went over and we joined this cluster of cast members. And I don't know what happened. No, I don't know what happened either. I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden everyone was pushing, everyone was shoving, and it ended up in literally what I can only describe as an utter clusterfuck. Yeah, like everyone... And it was so unsafe. The cast member said something. The cast member shouted something in French. And then all of a sudden everyone basically went, Vroom, and yeah. we were so squished. And then I was like, I don't know what's happening, but I was also stuck because I was stuck between like three people deep on the back of a wall. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what's going on? And then the cast member shouted a bunch of stuff in French. And then... Nothing in English. Nothing in English. And then about 30 seconds later, he literally said, there is no Oogie Boogie. There is nothing for you here. Yeah. And I just shouted back, you just pushed us here. I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. And then there was like a bunch of confusion for ages. But like no one had like gotten out of the cluster. And I was like, I don't. And I tr- I couldn't even get... The thing that annoys me then also was like, I couldn't get a cast member's attention. Yeah. So like if I... Let's say, for example, I started having a panic attack. Yeah. Like I couldn't see a cast member. I couldn't get a cast member's attention. I was five people deep, both sides. I was like, it could have... Like, or what if I was by myself? Yeah. And started having a panic attack because all of a sudden what I thought was pretty roomy became yeah like a suction, like a vacuum. It was... It, it was, was so... It was so uns. It, it then like it really annoys me then when it goes from like annoying to unsafe. Yeah. As soon as it crosses to unsafe, I'm like, okay, you fucked up. Yeah. And there was a woman in that clusterfuck that <laughs> me and Ellen got talking to when you went over to chat to a cast member, and she oh, yeah, was like, I was like, bye. I'm gonna go figure this out. <laughs> she had been at Mickey's Not So Scary last year, and Jack is the like huge character to me in Mickey's Not So Scary. Mm-hmm. Like the cues for Jack and Sally are always hours long yeah but she said you can get into the part you can get into magic kingdom from four o'clock if you have a party ticket so she was like the queue opens at four they right. start meeting guests from half four right she was like regardless of whether you want a queue from nine o'clock in the morning over there she was like you can wait you can get into that queue that queue can be hours long yeah but you 
get your place in the queue. Everybody sits down. Everybody is nice. She was like, there is no pushing. There is no shoving. As soon as you have your place in the queue, you have your place in the queue. And she was like, I don't understand why this is such a difficult concept in a different Disney park. Yeah. I just, especially when it was something that they've done. Yeah. And they decided for this one, they were like, no, we're just not going to let people queue. Like, and it just... But anyways, you went and you found a cast member. Um, yeah, I went and I found a cast member and I actually spoke to two cast members. I went up to one of them and I was, oh, also at this stage, they had a lot of guests with cast members who didn't speak English because they just had them out for like numbers. Yeah. Which I, un- I, un- I understand having cast members that don't speak a lot of English because you're in France. I understand. And especially yeah. when it comes to like busy periods like Halloween and Christmas, you're going to hire temps. Yeah. And your highest priority isn't that they speak English. Fine, completely understand that. But when you have a stressful situation with a high volume of people for something you knew was going to happen, yeah. try and put cast members out that at least speak both languages. Yeah. <laughs> because there was so many people with so many questions. And so I went to this first cast member and the first time I've ever had to say this in DLP was, sorry, do you speak English? Because I've never had to ask a cast member that. Yeah. And he was like, no, talk to her. Great. And I was like, okay. So then I talked, I went over to another girl. I was like, hi, do you speak English? She was like, a little bit. She was like, but try. And I was like, okay. Okay. So I was like, this, I was like, the cue for Oogie Boogie. She was like, yes. I was like, can you, t-? she also seemed very like timid and like, she didn't really know what she could and couldn't say. Just fair. <laughs> and I was like, cool. I was like, in there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is it do you, I was like, do you know where it's starting? And she was like, yes, over to the left. Over, like, over to the far left by the cast member door. And I said, okay. So, like, I basically talked it through with her yeah. to confirm what I thought to what she was telling me. I said, okay, so we're going to go through the left. I was like, we're going to loop all the way back round. I was like, then we're going to come out through the Phantom Manor entrance and then go back in. And she went, no. And I was like, okay. So where does the queue start? And she went to the left. And I was like, but that doesn't make any sense. Because what I've just said is how the only physical way you can get in there. And she was, and I was like, do you know what time it's starting? And she went, yes, half nine. And I was like, I'm confused. And she went, hold on. And then she got her manager who wasn't the person who shouted at us. Thank God. It was this lady. And she was like, hi, how can I help? And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, hi. Thank God for that. I was like, I'm just wondering where the, I was like, I don't want to be, I was like, I don't want to be a pain. I don't want to be a hassle. I was like, we're just getting very agitated. I was like, I would just really appreciate it if you could just tell me where the queue was going to start. She went, sure. She was like, the queue is going to start down through Phantom Manor. Then you're going to turn left and you're going to loop back around. And I was like, okay, fantastic. And I was like, is it possible to tell me what time the queue opened? She went, yeah, queuing's going to start at half eight. And I was like, oh my God, you're amazing. Thank you. Like she said it with such justification that I was like, oh, you're telling the truth. (laughs) I trust you. (laughs) Yeah. She was like, yeah, it's going to start at half eight. And I was like, okay. So then I went back. I reported this. I reported it quite loudly so that everyone could hear. And then about two or three minutes later, a cast member took the guy who was dressed as Oogie Boogie. Yes took linked arms with him and shouted, we're going to start the queue. Yes. And then walked him all the way back down to outside Silver Spur Steakhouse. Yeah. And then everyone queued behind. Yeah. I genuinely thought the cast member was fucking with us. So did I. 
just to get us away from Phantom Manor. So and I. I was like, we're just going to be standing here like lemons and then they're going to open the thing. Yeah. So I wasn't happy with what was happening because then as soon as we'd all queued up, now we weren't far from the top, which is why I was like, we're still not that far away from the actual thing. But also this is now dangerous because if you open the queue, people are going to peg it. Oh yeah. And then about two minutes later, a separate queue started to the side of us. Yes. And there was no information Absolutely why not. this had happened. No, and by this stage, more guest flow cast members, they kind of set cast members along the queue. Yeah. And a cast member started speaking to me in French and I said, I only speak English. And he kind of just shrugged and walked off. And I was like, okay, what is going on? And so then I found a different one and I was like, what is this queue? Why are we in this one? And she was like, this is for Green Pass. This is the regular queue. Unless you have Green Pass, stay here. So I was like, Perfect. Is that so difficult? And then I also still wasn't happy. So I was like, no, I still don't believe any of you. So I left the queue again and talked to the cast member who was at the very front. Two people butt in front of me, by the way. And I was like, I'm clearly politely waiting, but okay. And I was like, hi, Lewis, how are you? (laughs) And he was like, hello. Um, I was like, can you just tell me what's going on? And he was like, sure. It was like, as soon as they knew what was happening, they were completely happy to tell everyone. Yeah. And I was like, why couldn't you have just... And he was like, this is the regular queue. This is the Green Pass queue. And I was like, okay, fab. I was like, is this the official, official 100% queue? And he was like, yes. I was like, Beautiful. okay, can I have it in writing? And can you sign and date the box? <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. So when the queue opens at half eight, like but at this stage, I was just telling him his information because I was like, I've got it all now. I was like, so when the queue opens at half eight, we're all going to walk slowly and civilized up to the gates and then we're going to file into the queue. I was like, there's going to be no running and no pushing. And he was like, anyone who runs get kicked out of the queue. And he was like, and we're going to walk slowly and we're going to stop people from skipping. And I was like, fantastic. Thank you for giving me information. Yeah. And then that's when it all started flowing. <laughs> yeah. From from there, it was actually... It was actually fine. Totally fine. So from about, I think it was a little after half eight... They, um, by this stage, either side of the queue, they had cast members lined up so that people couldn't just jump in. And the cast members were actually actively... They were. They were like, no, sorry, the queue ends at the back. Yeah. So, and then when they started walking us, and in fairness, the guy in the Oogie Boogie costume was by no means the first person there. However, it made perfect sense to have him because he was easily identifiable. Yeah. And he was tall enough that everyone could see him and like he wasn't he definitely wasn't the first person that was there but he was also waiting a long time absolutely so I, I was like whatever yeah. sure <laughs> so when it got to the time that they were moving the queue they went and got him by the hand again and again this like army of cast members is the only way I can describe it walked us up to Phantom Manor and they again they were actively making sure that people weren't skipping that people weren't just jumping in the queue and then we ended up with this cast member who i've no idea what he does or anything like that because he was just in like a camel jacket and a mickey mouse scarf oh yeah he was great and he was very he was very he suave, was very suave. <laughs> and he was just saying to people he was like photo or ride and he was directing and making sure that people weren't jumping out of the phantom manor queue into yeah the okie queue and which was also funny when people hadn't a fucking clue what was going oh. on like they didn't want to meet Oogie they, they, that wasn't their intention their intention was to get on Phantom Manor and they were like what is going yeah. on and this guy was like attraction they were like wee and he was like over here they were like okay yeah <laughs> so we then got brought through and up the cast member gates and then we looped back around to the gate that's beside where you would normally exit the Phantom Manor mm-hmm. character meet and greet area. 
if that makes any sense. If you've been there, you know exactly what we <laughs> And mean. if not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so we got right the way around and we were at the very top of the stairs. We were actually down a couple steps. Yeah. There was maybe like 30, 40 people ahead of us, if even. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. And then it was a case of everyone could sit down, everyone could do whatever the hell they wanted. We played heads up for a considerable amount of time. And then everyone was fine and everyone was settled. Or yeah. at least I thought they were because, I mean, by that stage we were close enough that I was like, jobs are good. Yeah. And then they had the Green Pass queue go up around where like the normal queue is to meet Jack. Yes. And I was like, cool. Oh my God. Look, that's a plan. Look, yeah. who, look who thought of that. I was like, yeah. well done. Good, good job. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So when we got into our spot in the queue, I DM'd the guys from Doom Boogies because I knew they were kind of back and forth and just said, listen, this is the story. They've opened the queue, blah, 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 blah. And I know when they went back to try and join the queue, they were outside Phantom Manor, but I think they were closer to it than we were initially. Uh-huh. And the cast member said it'll be one to two hours. However, by that stage, it was not long after half eight. So he wasn't going to be out to half nine anyways. Yeah. So I don't know if one to two hours was an accurate representation of it. <sighs> but yeah, they decided in the end not to go meet him because they want to do other stuff, which is totally fair. But from the point that they actually started bringing when they brought Oogie out it was great they brought Oogie out at 10 past 9 quarter past 9 they actually brought him out early yeah and I was like oh my god more great organisation they were like just send them out just send them out (laughs) I I would say being being Oogie at that particular party must have been phenomenal because the reception he got was insane like that's like being like the most famous person there yeah like people were like chanting oh yeah it was it was so great but the lighting they had for it was fantastic. The lighting they had, the cast member was great. Oh, the all guests, the cast members. The guest flow management was fantastic. It was yeah. like boom, 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 boom. Like it was the most seamless meet and greet yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was, it was fab. So they were, and they also were doing a very, or at least we felt anyways, we don't have green passes. It felt like there was a very fair mix. Oh yeah, it felt completely fair. green pass and standards. But even to the point where like when it was our turn, he was like, okay, like we thought we were going to have a green pass person in front of us. And we were like, that's fine. Like yeah. we honestly By didn't care. By that stage, I didn't care. No. I knew I was meeting him. But the, he, he looked over to the cast member who was doing the green pass and she obviously had been like counting and she was like, oh no, they need to go first. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're like actively making sure that I think by, from what I could see, it was for every three people from the regular queue. They yeah. had one person, they had one family go through from the Green Pass. Yeah. And I was like, which I think makes sense because physically the Green Pass queue was shorter. Yes. So it didn't need to go through as quickly as the regular queue. Yeah. And it just all made sense and everyone yeah. was so happy. Yeah. So when we finally got down the steps and to the gate where you would kind of go back out into the rest of the park, there was a cast member station there and he was checking how many people were in your party and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then once you got past him, he would kind of send you into what would generally be the little walkway to get out from the meet meet and greet area. And there, there was a cast member that literally his entire job was just to hold all your shit. What a fantastic... And and I was like, oh, there's three of us and we all have jackets and we all have stuff. I was like, you can just put them on the floor. It really doesn't matter. He was like, nope, pile them on the arm. (laughs) So there were two cast members there. There was one that was kind of getting you hyped for meeting Oogie and he was making sure that you had your photo pass out and all that kind of stuff. And he held Ellen's Coke for because well, why not yeah like he was holding stuff that like yeah. wasn't like easily draped over an arm yeah. but he was like so he was great and he yeah. was so pleasant he was so nice he was like are you excited isn't this great making jokes making yeah. jokes with the cast member who was leading the green pass queue it was yeah. great 
So there was those two. And then as soon as we got to go in and meet Ugi, it was amazing. Yeah, it was great. Oh my God, I loved it so much. The lighting was amazing. He looked great. He loved that we were lock, shock and barrel. Oh yeah, he did. Because we walked in and we said trick or treat and immediately like jumped up and was like, oh my God. (laughs) It was great. They had a photo pass photographer, which is always appreciated. Um, And they had another cast member with the photo pass photographer. Um, I asked if I could get a picture separate to our group one because he is my favourite character. And that wasn't an issue either. I did ask if I could get a hug and Oogie was a bit like, no. And I was like, okay, well, that's fine. (laughs) But I don't know how physically possible that would be. Do you remember that time I gave Emil a hug and I broke him? Oh, yeah. I think that might be the same thing. Yeah, They're they're quite similar in body shape. No. (laughs) But I was able to get the picture with him, so that was fine. Um, And I also, I noticed that when there was two people, they were happy to go one person, one person group. I think it was because everyone understood that everyone was going to be efficient about it. Oh, yeah. Cast and guests. Yes. Cast were like, guests were like, I understand, everyone's under a time crunch, but if we just like, boom, 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 is that okay? Yeah. And cast were like, yeah, go for it. Yeah. And it was fine. So like, we zipped in, we had like, the teeniest, tiniest of chats, we got two photos, me and Ellen ran away, and we're like, just her! Because <laughs> we like, we like, took our jackets, we were like, Okay, and we also, I also knew that the Green Pass family were next. Yeah. So I was okay, we're not in anybody's way. And that was fine. We said thank you to everyone. And then it was grand. Bish, bash, bash. Yeah, it was delightful. We were out of that meet and greet. Before 10. Before 10. Around 5 to 10 we got out. Yeah. So overall, it was a good experience. But once, not without its stress. Once it was organ- once it was organised and information was... Clear s- communication. Then it was fine. Yes. Up until that point, it was stressful and upsetting. Yeah. But I mean, would it, DLP, would it be a DLP trip without a little bit of upset and a little bit of stress? Oh, stop. <laughs> the thing that I found very interesting, so ED92 had tweeted saying that they weren't letting people pre-queue for Ogi and whatever. And then Curious Axel, who is a DLP influencer, he does a lot of vlogs and stuff. He retweeted it and said, why not just let people queue? If people want to pay extra to get into the park initially during the daytime because by the time we'd gone there first you couldn't get in with just your party ticket you had to have a separate day ticket and then pay the money for the party he was like if people want to spend that time queuing for a character let them queue yeah it gets them like when you think about the amount of people that were just pacing up and down and were in a clump and all that kind of stuff Think of how much time they would have saved if all of those people were just allowed to queue. Think how much like easier it would be if all those people had just been out of the way. Yeah, and because then they wouldn't have had to be like, oh, you can't stand there, and oh, you can't stand there, and oh, what are you doing, and how much confusion is there, and oh my God, where am I? Like, they would just be like, oh, I'm in the queue, and they'll be like, it's like, okay, you can join this queue, but it'll be three and a half hours. You're like, cool, no probs. I'm in the queue, and I'm out of your way. Exactly, like every other park lets you do that. And the point that he kind of made, he was like, every other day they let people queue up to spend money. Earlier that day with the bloody Phantom Manor keys. Oh my God, that was the search. There was, we'll talk about that, but that was There was a so massive stressful. queue outside the gate and there was an absolutely ginormous queue outside Frontierland. You didn't t- see them telling people to fuck off then. Yeah, it was like, you can't queue here. Can't queue here. There's no queue for you. Like No key. No key for you. It just, oh, I don't know. It was, it was, it worked out in the end, but it was not without its stressful moments. So that's 40 minutes on Oogie Boogie. But at least it was an interesting story, guys, right? (laughs) (laughs) You enjoyed that, right? It was good content. (laughs) So we didn't just meet Oogie Boogie, though. He wasn't the only character that we got. No, we also met Chip Chip and Dale. In their cream eggs outfits. Ed was like, they don't really look like cream eggs. And I was like, okay, fine. But do they look like ghosts? And he was like, oh, God, no. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, we we posted a poll on the Instagram to see what people thought. Did they look like ghosts or did they look like cream eggs? And only two people said that they look like cream eggs. And like 40 people said they... No. no the other two way people said it. they look like ghosts. And like 40 people said they think they look like cream eggs. It's because they didn't look so... like ghosts. So yeah. So then we ran down. At this stage, I really wanted to be Chippendale. <laughs> I, I like... mean, you wanted to meet them on our last trip as well. Oh yeah. So... I fucking love Chippendale. It's because they're great. It's they're two for one cute. as well. You get good value for your money. You do. Good value for like your wait time. So we'd actually, no, so we'd, oh, well, we should go by what we did. So yes. we left and then we, I wanted to like try and catch the Halloween parade. Even though I'd watched it on Instagram, I wanted to like kind of see it in person. So we just about caught the Halloween parade. Now we were quite far back, but like we could see like the big floats. Um, The Halloween parade was like fine. Yeah. It wasn't bad. No, because the dance, like I liked how they changed the costuming of like the dancers and all that sort of stuff who were like on the ground. Yes. Because they were cool. They were actually really cool. Yeah. Like, and it was like a lot of thought and design effort gone in to something they only did like four times altogether. Yes. And I was like, hmm, wow, interesting, interesting how you balance your time. Um, so we checked out the parade and that yes. was fine. It was the Halloween yeah. parade just with villains on the floats instead of cheery characters. Then we bopped over to Discoveryland mm-hmm. to look at the Goofy and Max electro mix party. Do you know what I don't understand? What? Why were they in their race outfits? Were they in their was that their race outfit? That's that's the outfit that Goofy and stuff wears when they're like cheering people on at the Maybe Run Disney event. Because events. it's like like a cool, chilled back look. I just and a lot of DJs wear like tracksuit bottoms. I just don't. It seemed weird. Yeah, it's I don't not know. as if Goofy doesn't have several Halloween well, outfits. It was quite shiny, I think, because it was more like disco orientated. I don't, I don't know. It just it seemed the whole setup was weird because there was a bar that just which appeared, just appeared out of nowhere. There were these big giant light up people on stilts and stuff that looked like Christmas trees, and then they had all these like girls dressed in weird like Buzz, Buzz Lightyear like latex outfits that were up on podiums like dancing, dancing like go-go girls and then there was Max and Goof in their run Disney outfits none of that made DJs. any sense none of it made any sense and they were only playing like one song the on- we were there for at least three minutes yeah and all I heard was Halo that was by it. Beyonce and it's not I wouldn't even mind if they were playing spooky songs or like Halloweeny songs or Disney songs but just Halo the whole time the whole time we were there and as we were walking away it was still Halo yeah I was like what's going on is this the only song they play so it was weird I was excited to see that but also like as soon as we arrived Max and Goof went for a break as well and I was like I'm literally only here for them (laughs) it was it was a little underwhelming it was a bit weird because it was almost like going to like a club but like a bad club yeah and also like I don't like going to any clubs yeah and it was just people like bopping and I was like I don't like this so I need to leave it was it was very strange it was very I just I, like how it was pitched was not what it was no it was uh it was very misleading yes so we went and then we left and I was like okay cool I want to meet Chip and Dale. so we walked down Main Street we caught the projection show which looked fab which was about 40 seconds long which looked fab yeah but I'm like it could have been they could they could have made a whole thing out of it. They could have easily done like ten minutes, even if if they didn't want to do fireworks, whatever. But even if they had just done kind of like a villainsy projection show, kind of tied in some of the villains' music yeah, and made exactly. it more of a thing, yeah, rather than just something random that happened every half an hour for yeah. forty seconds. 
It was a bit weird. Yeah, the song was good though. It oh, was yeah. very boppy. It was very villainy. It was good. I liked it. So we looped around. Um, we queued up for Chippendale. The queue was long-ish, but I was like, nah, I'm fine with it. So we queued for like, what, 45 minutes, 50 minutes to meet Chippendale? Was it that long? I feel like it was. I don't know. I was cold. Yeah. So... Maybe because it was cold. See, the problem was that it was wet and cold, which yeah. makes you colder. Yes. So that was a bit of an issue, but I was still like pumped to meet Chippendale. So we queued, I want to say like 45 minutes, we queued to meet Chippendale. Yeah. Um, there were some very obnoxious people ahead of us. Oh my God, so obnoxious. Like, uh, <laughs> if we can give you one tip, it's that even if your day is going shit, like at least try and think positive because if it's, if you think shit, it's going to continue to be shit. Yeah. Regardless of what's happening, especially in Disney. Exactly. Like, Disney bounces off of happiness. And if you're like so annoyed and so sad and like so angry that's just how the that's just how Disney's gonna bounce back on you. Plus, also, and it's something that we always firmly Plus believe in. Also. Disney karma. <laughs> oh yeah, it comes if to you. you. If you are a dick to people, it will come back and it'll bite you in the ass. If you're nice to people and you're courteous and you're not a dick in the queue and you don't give people filthy looks because they sit on the other half of the bench that you're not sitting on, that was so weird. Then I was like, you'll what? get good good things will happen to you. And do you know what? Because we were nice in that queue and all that kind of stuff, I got an extra pack of sweets from Dale. Yeah, yeah, Chip and Dale were like, take them, take them, take the sweets. <laughs> so, do you know what? Whatever. So Chip and Dale were fun. They were, re- they were loving it. Yeah. They, they were, were bopping to the music. Like, yeah, between like, between meeting guests, they were bopping and it was great. All the cat, that, that whole cast set up oh, with they, Chip and Dale, oh, they were great. All the cast members are great. Um, there was photo pass as well. I have to say there was photo pass at all there the characters photo pass we met. everywhere, which I appreciated. Yeah. So we met Chip and Dale and that was grand. I almost kind of wish because I think they had it at the party on the 26th they had a main street cast member taking pictures and I'm like why could we not have had that with the pretty garlands and the spooky shit on the castle (laughs) yeah like I would have queued for that yeah but anyways so then I was like okay well for the money I paid I'd quite like to meet like a third character (laughs) so then we queued a fourth character a fourth technically so then we bopped up to queue Marie to queue Marie no we bopped up to queue and meet Marie which wasn't actually that long of a queue um, I think it took a little bit longer because a lot of people didn't really know how to meet characters for some reason in that queue. And yeah. everyone just seemed very like, what am I doing? She seemed to take quite regular breaks. Yeah, that too. More yeah. so than other characters, which is totally fine. Oh yeah, that's fine. Um, but again, the cast member set up there was great. We encountered the best PhotoPass cast member. She is my favourite and I've seen her before. Well, I don't know what trip it was, but I've seen her before and she's just so lovely. She's so gas. She always can get the kids' attention. Yeah. She, like, tells you what... Do you know, the one thing that I always find awkward with getting photos of characters is that they'll change their position. Yes. But no one will tell you what position they're doing. So you kind of so have, have to half to, like, see it. So you have to, like, turn around and look and be like, oh, we're doing this pose now. Yeah. But she's like, okay, now pose like this. And pose like this. And pose like this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're great. I love you. Just and one final little tidbit on her. A cat... So she... A photo pass character... Ugh, can't speak a photo pass cast member came to take over from her for a break she left for five seconds and then immediately came back yeah like the person she was like the other cast member she was with yeah. took like a full break and she was like nah I'm back let's go yeah and then other guests would give her their phone and what she would do because it was obviously nighttime and it was dark what she was doing was she was timing the photos she was taking on people's phones with when the flash went off for the photo pass photos I so that people were still getting good photos. I've never seen something so into The attention to detail. I could hear she was like, one, two, three, go. Yeah, like <laughs> she was she was getting it timed perfect so that the person was still getting the same level of brightness that they would on the photo pass photos. Yeah. And I'm just like, it pays nothing to be nice. No. 
And can I also just say from that PhotoPass setup, that corner is quite dark and they actually had a separate flash set up in the back, yeah. which was connected to the front flash. And I was like, look, like when you guys think about it, you can oh, do it so well. Excellent. Like you can think about, oh, to have a good photo here, we're going to need a back flash as well yeah. of a front flash. And they're like, grand, we'll set one up. We'll put a baggie on it so it doesn't get wet. Perfect. And I was like, I don't, I don't know where the line is in DLP where people become idiots. I don't know. Because there's clearly a lot of really clever cast members who want guest experience to be at an ultimate high. Yeah. And there's some cast members that I don't know where the line is and they just go like, oh, I don't give a shit. Yeah. It was, it was great. Like the setup that they had for her was great. And Marie was great. I love meeting Marie. Marie's She's guest. always so cute. She, she had little purry paws. She gave me a little kiss. She was, she was adorable. She was like, Mwah. and I was like, oh, okay, we're going for it. <laughs> but that was, but that was also a thing is like, Marie gave you a hug and she gave Alan a hug and I just sort of like stood to the side because I was like oh, I don't really care how this goes I really don't mind yeah. but then she like came all the way over to me and she like took my hands and like went to go for a kiss but like the cast member caught it yeah. the photopass photographer didn't just like leave it she was like oh shit okay let's go and it was that same photopass photographer uh, yeah exactly so I was like this is great. great so that's kind of that's kind of it that's all we really did at the party at that stage it was coming on to one o'clock we were soaking we were soaking we were cold we were hungry yeah and it just didn't make any sense to really i think a lot of the stuff started to close as, as well yeah basically the only thing that stayed open i can't remember what stayed open but like for a part i don't for a party that stops at 2 a.m all the characters stop before 1 a.m yeah and that's probably is just to clear out their cues i yeah. get that but I think the only the only area that we majorly missed was we didn't go over and see the whole Fuente del Oro area, which I kind of wish we did because I wish we'd seen Skeleton Goof yeah. rather than run Disney Goof. <laughs> but anyways, and then we didn't go over to the Pirates bit, which we probably only would have been going over there to see the projections anyways, because I know you didn't want to go Not, anywhere near the zombie Pirates, uh, and I can only hope. imagine Ellen didn't either. After Andrea told us that it was like actually scary, I was like, no. No. I was like, no, I'm not, no. <laughs> I was like, I will stand over my pirate to the Caribbean and I will wait. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of it. We went in to see if there was any food left in Market House, but they had nothing vegetarian, which was extremely frustrating. But yeah, then we just walked back to the hotel, Santa Fe. And then washed our faces. Oh, we skipped something though. We got the Terror of Terror what they were calling a cake pop. There wasn't any cake in it, lads, right? It was a big hunk of chocolate. And the fact that there was no cake in it, I actually felt robbed, even though I didn't pay for it. I was like, what is this nonsense? Like, it was a massive chunk of chocolate out of, like, a freezer-cold fridge. And I had to stop eating it because I thought I was going to chip, like, my teeth. Yeah. They were out of the Phantom Manor ones because initially when we went to go get it, so we did that as soon as we'd finished with Oogie Boogie because we were doing that on the way out to the parade and they only had Terror of Terror left. Now, I don't know if they only had Terror of Terror left as that was it. There was no Phantom Manor. I think they she maybe just ran out of them and didn't communicate that great. Yeah, I so, think she meant I've, I've run out, yeah. not we're completely sold out. Yeah. So you and Ellen got Terror of Terror ones, and then when we went out to the parade, I went to get popcorn, which was glorious, and got accosted by a class member that was very aggressively trying to sell me champagne. Yeah, I wasn't there for that, so he I don't know what very, happened. He was very <laughs> aggressive. I got into the queue, and the queue was a little bit long for the popcorn, and he was like, ah, champagne, you want champagne? And I was like, no. <laughs> ah, you want champagne? And I was like, no, I want popcorn. <laughs> so 10 euro for a glass of champagne? No, thanks. Absolutely not. 
So yeah, that was kind of everything we did. Um, what did you, what are your overall thoughts of the party? I think it's missing something. I think from what I could, what we think is that full price, the tickets for the Halloween party on Halloween are 80 euro. Yes. And I don't think they're offering enough to justify it being 80 euro. Yeah. Cause even with, we got infinity pass discount on our tickets, which was only 15%, which so like brought, I know only. It brought them down to like 63, I think. Yeah. 63 is a lot of money. But 63 is still a lot of money when like you actually the thing is that when you pay to go to a Mickey's Not So Scary or even an Oogie Boogie Bash, you get trick-or-treating. You get so many characters that are so easy to queue for. Yes. You get a show and like projections and or like a good, like a World of Colour-esque thing if you're in Oogie Boogie Bash or you get fireworks if yeah. you're at Mickey's Not So Scary. Yeah. And in Mickey's Not So I know that California and Florida are like two separate entities, but like in Florida you get like the show and you get the fireworks and you get them masses of like trick-or-treating yeah and i just feel like that's much better value for your money yeah also in america in florida they don't offer fast passes at mickey's not so scary Mm. but over here they do offer fast passes which means the main queue goes slower because you've got fast pass yeah which makes no sense like the queue for fun like the queue for phantom manor during the party was obscene yeah it was huge oh one thing we didn't mention, the projections on Phantom Manor were beautiful. Oh, they, they were great. They were like the ones that they did for the Phantom Manor reopening party, which yeah. I loved seeing again. It was very nice. But yeah, I feel like for the price we paid, although it was fun, it's missing something. Yeah. I think it's missing a lot of stuff. It's missing specific, more specific themed food because the only thing was those two cake pops. Yeah. It's missing specific merch. Like all you need to do is make a t-shirt and make a pin. Make yeah. a t-shirt and make a pin and you will sell loads of them yeah and it, like that would not be a difficult thing to no. bloody do um swap out a tea stand and swap out a rail and that's it yeah that's all you need to do and like yes like disneyland paris is very much it's a very character heavy park in general like a lot of people that go to dlp do it to meet the characters like yeah. it's not a real rides heavy place but it just yeah it just feels like it's missing something because even as you've mentioned, there's the Sanderson Sister show. That goes three, four times a night. Yeah. And then you have the parade twice, which there was the parade twice in DLP as well. But the parade in DLP felt very short. Like, Booty U is a long parade. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, and also, Booty U is like a specialised parade. It's brand new floats. Yeah, it's brand new floats. You don't see them. You can't see them unless you go to the party. Whereas in DLP, the only float that you see at the party is the one that they bring out every year. And it doesn't have any actual characters on no, it. No, it's just a big ass float. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I know that also during the party they were doing the Are You Brave Enough show, but also that happens during the day. Yeah. So I'd expect a different show to happen at the party. Yeah. I think, I don't know whether it's a case of we feel shortchanged purely because DLP does such a good job of the Halloween season. In general, When you yeah. don't pay extra for it. Yeah. Like, you can meet loads of villains and stuff like that. There is the Halloween merch. There is specific Halloween food, which is delicious. There's the show. There's the extra parade. Like, I would argue DLP during the daytime at Halloween is one of the best. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. And I wonder if maybe that's why we feel shortchanged, because... During the daytime, you get so much extra stuff that yeah, you don't have to pay additional It's for. almost like because you paid extra, you get less, which mm. feels weird. Yeah. And feels wrong. I think part of me really... I think all I really want if I'm paying extra 
is to be equalized with literally every other Disney park that does this. Yeah. And which is, I just want a trick or treat. Like, it really, like, there are so many nooks and crannies in Disneyland Paris that I'm like, you'd. You could easily trick or treat up and down the arcades. Yeah. Like, so easy. You could have an easy 10, 10 sweet spots. Imagine a trick or treat trail down by the dragon. Yeah, like, think of how easy oh, it would be. Oh, that'd be so good. Like, Haribo already sponsored them during the day. Yeah. And they give out little bags to Haribo when you meet characters during the day. It, they could easily strike up a deal with Haribo. Like, even if they wanted to keep it French, because I think the Haribo they sell is the stuff that's... The Haribo that's manufactured in France and in Germany. Yeah. Which is fine. Keep it local. You don't have to do, like, Hershey's and M&M's like they do in the States. It's perfect. Keep it local. Keep it European. It's fine. But start branching out more and give us fireworks. Yeah, because again, that will eat up more people as well. That I think that's the thing is like there isn't enough stuff to eat people up, which means that then the, the cues, cues to meet characters are huge. Seen, yeah. And I understand that this year is also the first year they've done two parties rather than one. So I think they are trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And also, as we say all the time, the Disneyland Paris is growing more popular than it used to be. So I think it's just adjusting. I just don't think, I actually just don't think it's adjusting fast enough. No. I think they're kind of taking the piss now with some stuff. Yeah. I'm like, you really should know what you're doing. You've yeah. had enough influence from the American parks now. You're all talking to each other. Yeah. Like, you should probably be doing what you're supposed to be doing now. Yeah. And I, I hope they do, because I noticed, and it's not something that I've noticed massively beforehand, the 100 character event, and now this as well, they were actively all over social media asking people for their feedback. Yeah. And I and particularly in the annual pass holder facebook group they Mm -hmm. were asking constantly tell us what you thought share your pictures with us that kind of thing so i don't know if they are because there is i can't remember his name but there's that guy that was running tokyo that's now coming over to run dlp i wonder if maybe that's something that they'll maybe actually take on board yeah i don't know would you would you do it again probably not okay um mostly because i just don't like halloween well not that i don't like halloween but like i'm my my holiday is christmas and that's just the way it is I'm happy that I did it, but unless they offered, really, unless they offered an extra fireworks show and trick-or-treat trails, I probably wouldn't do it again. But if they did start offering those and kept at the same price, because I still think it's extortionate to charge that much when you're not actually getting that much more, I don't think that the cost of labor equated to how much you pay to have yeah. this, to, how, to have the park open until 2am. So if they did that, then yeah, I'd probably think about going again. But as it stands, no. I I kind of struggled with this because on the one hand I got to meet my absolute dream character and I had a great time and I loved being getting to do certain things on Halloween and stuff like that however I actually don't think I would ever go to a Disney park on Halloween again yeah purely because Halloween is my holiday Mm -hmm. and I there's lots of things that I generally would do like I'd have decorated the house my nieces would have come up and done trick-or-treating and I would have carved pumpkins and sat and watched Hocus Pocus and dressed up and all that kind of stuff. And I really miss that. And I fe- almost feel like I didn't get as stupid as it sounds. I almost feel like I didn't have Halloween. Yeah, I get you. Because I didn't do that stuff. So I know I know what you mean. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever go on Halloween. However, I would be tempted to go if they carry on doing it, doing two parties, one at the weekend before Halloween. I would be tempted to go to the weekend one and then do the Halloween brunch because I think the two of those I would actually really, really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Because the weekend one was seemingly much quieter than the one on actual Halloween. Yeah. So I think in that context, I would probably do it. But I do I, th- I do think it's, it is missing something. And it's something that they do kind of need to 
they they need to step it up because even any of the annual pass holder parties are considerably cheaper because the annual pass holder parties are usually like what 50 quid yeah 40 or 50 in around that but you always get a gift yeah now they're well. not they're not much by any no, means no 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 but but you always get a gift i think the last one was like a pack of magnets or something like that but the fact that you're paying double that mm-hmm. nearly and you don't get anything yeah it seems also just from like thinking there was a lot of small children at the halloween party and i don't really know what they did no we neither like they must have just met characters and that must have been it and maybe saw the parade yeah because there's nothing really see there's nothing really to do during the parade unless during the halloween party unless you want to go on rides yeah so like i mean unless you live local and don't have a don't have annual pass and just like bought the Halloween response to like get in and maybe like do some things. I just don't really get it if you're like yeah and little. Yeah, it doesn't because like even again we don't want to keep comparing it to the American parks, but they do the Halloween party so well. Like at Oogie Boogie Bash, there's the trick or treat trails where you go in and see the characters and you can interact with the characters. There's Villainous, which runs a couple times. There's that new thing that they've done, the like Villains Grove thing in that you can go through. Critter thingy, Critter County, Critter, Critter Creek, something Creek. It's in, I can't remember the name. It's not Critter Country because that's in Disneyland. But the Villains thing with all the lights and stuff like that, the walkthrough. Like they have all that kind of stuff. And then in Florida, you have Pirates has a special overlay. They have live actors in it. They could easily do that in DLP. Yeah, I was thinking really that Really easily do that in yeah, DLP. Yeah, that would be easy. They do... Um, Space Mountain with the lights off. If they did Space Mountain with the lights off and just changed the music, oh my god, terrifying! The cue for that. Would oh, be I'd go on it. Mammoth. They do Halloween music and special lighting for the teacups. Again, that'd be really easy to do. Yeah. So like, there's so many little it's tweaks. A, it's a USB plugged yeah. into something. Yeah. That's all the music is. Yeah. You're telling me you can't override that because you definitely can. Absolutely. I mean, they've done it for long enough with Hyperspace Mountain. Yeah. But anyways. What would you give the party out of 10? Like five. Okay. I'm going to go with about a seven and a half. I think the five for me bumps it up because there was a very rare character there. Mm. Otherwise, I probably would have put it lower. Okay. Um, because I really don't think there was like actually much to do. Um, but I see why you put it higher. <laughs> I mean, I, I was always going to have it higher. I'm, I, do you know what? I'm actually going to knock it down to a seven. Because I do. There wasn't a whole lot to do which and I, I get that we didn't do no, not everything there was a lot but, of other characters to meet oh yeah but the queues were so long but you wouldn't be able to meet more than three characters because the queue was so long and a lot of them closed at like 10 and half 10 yeah so like even if the party only started at eight if you queued like okay so there was boba fett darth vader who you can meet during the day and then kylo ren mm-hmm. i don't think if you wanted to meet all three star wars characters i don't I, think you could either you couldn't or that was all you were doing for the party. Yeah, because you know there's, I mean? there is, um, because there was, there's a girl that we follow on Instagram, the Pumpkin Life blog, and she and her husband went dressed as Star Wars characters. She went as Amidala, and I don't know if her husband was supposed to be. I think he was supposed to be Obi Wan Kenobi. I could be wrong. He's dressed in Jedi garb. Okay. But they obviously went to go meet the Star Wars characters, and even then, she said it was an absolute nightmare because they went to go meet Vader and Boba Fett, and they didn't meet Kylo Ren. I don't know if they actively decided that they didn't want to meet Kylo Ren yeah. or what the story was, but she said that the two of those were an utter ball ache as well. So, which is gas because Darth Vader. Has a set meet and greet spot. Yeah, surely he just stayed in the Surely same place. that w- should have been straightforward, but. Ugh, aye, aye. Yeah. 
I would do it again. I hope that they do continue to add things like for instance Oogie Boogie to it and the projections because the projections were new for this year. Yeah. Again, excellent. One thing that I do just find utterly hilarious is that I know DLP plays fast and loose with character integrity at the best of times. Oh yeah. <laughs> but character integrity was out the feckin' window. Oh, it made no sense. Goofy was out three times in the same in like it just it didn't Goofy Goofy was a busy boy. Goofy was everywhere. Yeah, as was Oogie. Oogie was a very busy boy. He was meeting everybody at Phantom Manor and then he had to jump and hop up on Mystic Manor and it was just, he was a busy boy. Yeah, it's just the character integrity, like, obviously if you're a kid, like, you don't care. No. Normal guests, like, don't care. But, come on. It literally, it's just kind of like, ah, well, fuck it. Yeah, it's like they don't, (laughs) yeah, pretty much. It's like, what do we got? We got it, put it out. Like, it's bizarre. But, yeah. Overall, I mean... Main thing I care about is that we got to meet Oogie and the picture yeah, is great. It's a great picture. Overall, happy we did it. Yes. I'm happy we got to experience it. Absolutely. Because you can't say that you don't want to do something unless you've tried it. Exactly. So yes, so, that's it. Yeah, that's everything. We will be releasing our kind of regular, regularly scheduled episode, which will be our trip reports from this trip. It'll probably be, I say that it'll probably be shorter. It probably won't know us. But keep an eye out for that. That'll be out on Saturday and if you want to see what we got up to we have the we have a highlight saved on our instagrams it's just halloween at dlp very easy to find oh so simple yeah okay cool thanks for listening guys bye